Hi, I'm Simon Rushton and this is Taxi Chronicles podcast. On this podcast, we spontaneously interview unsuspecting passengers with their permission, allowing them to share their intimate life stories and concerns. As our slogan states, real riders, real stories. Some riders prefer to be anonymous, while others ask me to tell their story later on. Either way, there are all genuine 5 to 10 minutes stories. So sit back and enjoy this episode. Morning, morning, morning. Yes, we're back with another episode, another rider, another story. Today we have Jamal all the way from North London. He's a director in the music business and he we started off talking when I picked him up about you know the ins and outs of what he does at first I wasn't sure if I should believe him so I did quite a few porkies but it turns out he knows what he's talking about and has been doing it for the last three years so welcome today uh, well tonight Jamal thank you okay so tell us how did you get into the uh, directing business what motivates you Um, and um, what's a typical day session on set like for you or yeah man uh to be honest uh, what got me into it, I, like i was i was living as basically from young i've loved like electronics and making little videos and stuff and then um I, w- I went to live in ghana with my family for for like a year or two and obviously they have a charity so we used to mix a lot with kids so i used to like film and stuff on my ipad and it kind of gave me like a different vision and aspect and it kind of gave me that that drive to want to start something myself mm-hmm. so um once i came back to england um I, I i got my first camera on my i think it was like my 15th or 16th birthday and then yeah ever since then i've i just started and never looked back and i'm here now i've done Worldwide, probably over 40 million views on all of my videos that I've directed and shot. Okay, that's good. Yeah, man. All right, so first of all, let's break this down because we've got a bit of a time. What was life like in um, Ghana for you? Um, Life in Ghana is sweet. It's way better than the UK. It's so free and everybody just takes you in. Like, it's nobody's hassling you and you get what I'm saying? Like, there's not too much stresses like as much as England like in Ghana it's just free and you can just work and you you got the beach down the road if you want to go to the beach you go to the beach you, you got the hot sun melanin like it's just you got everything there especially for a black person as well mm-hmm. you feel me so you said you was 15 when you was there yeah I was 15 when and I was how there. long were you there for um I was there for about a year and a half. I lived there. Went to local school as well. Okay, so you know the language? A uh, little bit, little bit, little what, is couple a sh- words. Ashanti, Ashanti. What, what was it? Yeah, no, I was living in Accra, so okay. I was living in the city side. Um, I haven't even been to Kumasi yet, but soon, soon, soon. Okay. Yeah. But your parents are Jamaican. Yeah, they're Jamaican, but I've got half Ghanaian and half Jamaican um, family. Okay, yeah. someone's married in. Yeah, my, my, my granddad actually, he, he went over there like, I think about 20 years ago and then obviously started his family out there as well, so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sound like you could be related to me. <laughs> Maybe, you never know. You never because know. my uncle went out there, um, 
he went out there but still but um okay so when you when you you said you learn about the music business in ghana <coughs> excuse me what kind of music was they doing um to be honest it was a lot of to be honest majority of the music there is like it's just afro beats but their afro beats is something else because the way it makes the way it gets into your head and makes you move and and it's just like it's inspiring and there's like it's so artistic as well so is it would you say it's it's like it goes with the culture 100 percent, it goes with the culture because it, i found that from my traveling experience as well when i'm in america rap really goes with their culture as if you're in spain yeah you got the music flamingo music or whatever they call it yeah cool. and then you got south america with the salsa and various other things yeah, yeah. i see you're saying so you were speaking about the details mm-hmm. um, of what you have to consider as a director when you're on set. Yeah. Do you want to go over that again? Yeah, man. Like obviously, being on set, like it's 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 a nice it's a nice feeling, but obviously you have to make sure that you're on point, whereas you know what you're doing. Um, obviously, you got to make sure that the shots set up well the like everything's in short the frames correct like the compositions well like and obviously you just you just gotta make sure that you know what you're doing when you come to work on set when you come to shoot you gotta know what you're doing okay these um how do you do a crowd control as in mm-hmm. you know you've got a lot of people who want to be on the show yeah. You've got people just standing around watching. Yeah. You've got friends or family oh, and all these all these kind of things. Hundred percent. People with short patience, people got egos. Yeah. How, how how do you manage all of that? Um how do I? Uh <laughs> I don't know, you know. Um to be honest, um I just try and keep I just try and keep every shot that I'm doing like snappy so i make sure that i get the exact shots that i need so i don't have to go over it too many times especially for the short patient people like the sh- people of short pay like short patients who don't want to stand there and wait and wait and what be watching the shot happen over and over again you get what i'm saying like because it's a long process as well sometimes you have to shoot about 10 times just to get the shot that you need what, I never understood that, and for those listeners who don't understand, why why is it so difficult to get the right kind of shot first time or second time even? Because obviously you never know. Like an artist can come in, they can come on set now, and you don't know. You, you don't know if they walk up on the wrong side of the bed. You don't know if 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 they've had something happen the previous day. Like you don't know. It takes them time to kind of build up their warm into it. Yeah, to warm into it. That's probably like probably about four fifth shot. They would have like warmed into it, started getting energy, and obviously there's people around to start hyping them up, give them a bit more confidence like during the shot. So yeah, man, literally, that's, that's, that's. So would it be fair to say the more professional somebody is, yeah. the less that, that you have to warm them up? To some extent, to some extent, because some people are professional enough, but they don't know how to work with certain people. They don't know how to warm up certain people just because of the way they are. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to say it. Like, some 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 directors maybe be a bit more laid back 
in terms of they don't know how to warm up the artist and the subject. So I'm, we're speaking you about you as a director. Okay. Do you see what I mean? So I'm, what I'm trying to understand is understanding how you manage to do things, mm -hmm. Jamal. Yeah. And how you handle, because you've been doing it for three years, you've got mm. 40 million views, that's mm. a hell of a lot of views. I know. You know, you're getting some money. I know with, what is it, every five million you get five grand. So, you know, yeah. you've got a penny or two, <laughs> yeah? yeah, and stuff, not throwing out your business out there. Yeah. yeah? But, um, but, you know what I mean? So you're doing something right. Yeah, cool. So what, 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 what this is about is sharing your knowledge. Okay. It's like a master class. You're, you're teaching us, you're teaching me. I feel you, I feel you, I feel you, I feel you. So how, how do, what, what's your secret? How do you manage it? What's my secret? Yes. And how that, like, how do I manage what? Like, in how do you manage everything? Everything. Everything. There's a lot going on. on there, there is. There right. Is. Give us a like. Give us the kind of things. As a director, what yeah. kind of people do you need on the show? Um, or to make your thing come to life, your your vision, your dream. Cool. You need the crew members. Um, you need the artists. You need makeup. Um, you need people to come and do make. Um, like stylists. You need makeup and hair design. Like, there's so, there's so much that you need. Like, it's, it's, it's crazy. But obviously, sometimes I, I have like somebody who helps beside me, like a producer who will sort out everything. So I don't have to have a lot on my head when I come to work. Like, it's just for me. It's just straight. Yeah, Do you're directing, okay. and that's your job. I've got everything else covered around it, so you don't really need to focus on that. So it takes like it takes some of the pressure off my head as well. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah. I understand that. Yeah. Do um do you have a script writer? Script writer. Um, I actually I don't because I don't really do. I haven't really done a lot of um because I don't really do film a lot. Obviously, script writers are more for like if you're doing film, TV series, and TV series. Okay, oh, yeah. so we use more or less treatments. Uh, yeah, like treatments, basically. How do you decide what you're going to film? Is it somebody who comes to you and says, "I've got a music, a song, and I want you to make a video for me"? So, um, so the artists will contact and inquire and they'll send their music through email then obviously have a few listens and then I'll take some of their ideas and then I'll sit down have a couple more listens to the song and then I'll try and create a creative idea for a treatment for them and then I'll send it to them they'll show it to their management and then from there we'll just see if we need extra ideas or they'll just go with that dependent and then obviously we have to get location and everything around it so the vision just comes alive mm -hmm. okay yeah that's 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 good that's good one second shop right here yeah yeah is it here yeah So one second, this phone's a new phone. It's cool. Uh, 
Okay, so when you're dealing with the makeup women, obviously yeah. a lot of emotions, emotions, women want to be beautiful, they want to be the captured of attention. 100%. <laughs> How do you manage that? How do I manage that? Um, because it's your show, isn't it? It's your train set. You're the director, you're the guy who's saying yeah. yes, no, maybe. Well, to be honest, like, to be honest, as long as the as long as the female artist or model likes her makeup, how it's done, we don't mind. Um, yeah, as long as long as she thinks it looks good, obviously she'll ask us so she can get the approval because we know what looks best on camera. But obviously, if not. Obviously, I, I don't know too much about makeup. No, you feel me? That. Obviously, that's I like a job. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. get what I'm saying? So, it's just a thing where, as long as she thinks the makeup looks good on her, and a few pe a few of her peers who are on set as well think that it looks good, then we're good to go. We are, yeah, we're good to go. What would you say that you've learnt over the three years that you wish you knew at the beginning? Ooh. Um, um, what? I think... Um, you know what? I would say learn more. Learn more techniques, tricks, new things. Um, practice a, way more. Practice way more. Um, right, when you say techniques yeah. and tricks and practice, what, what would be, give us an example. Yeah, because obviously, um, obviously I direct and I film as well for my own project, so obviously there's new, there's, there's different, like, there's different things what you can, there's different like shot types and, and angles what you can implement into your visual to create a, something new or better, to create something what's gonna catch somebody's eye and be like, yeah, that looks good. That looks, that looks good. Let me then feature it on, on, on let's get that on TV or, you know, let, 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 let's get that, let's write an, uh, um, like an article based on it just because that shot or the way how it's done mm -hmm. looks good. It goes with the song, it matches the vibe. If literally, literally. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you said to practice. Yeah. What are you practicing? Just filming. Um, filming and 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 treatments, like writing treatments. Because obviously, writing treatments, it's like you have to have that creative mindset, and sometimes it's not easy because you get writer's block where. Like everyone knows writer's block, it's, you, you just blank out, your head goes blank and no ideas are actually coming to your head, so... Do you keep a black book with... Um, so what some people do, yeah. and I don't know if this works in the film or director business, yeah. some people carry like a book, an A5 size book, and any time they get an idea or something they scribble in there. So oh. if you did ever have writer's block, yeah. you could just look through that book and then your memory will be jogged for so many little ideas or little things and you could find something that could help. Makes sense. Do you see what I mean? That's a very good yeah, strategy. Yeah, so that book's with you all the time. You go to the bathroom, you've got the book by the bath, if you, if you have a bath. Do you see what I mean? It's always there. 
It's yeah. always, so you need a good book. Yeah. One that the pages won't fall out kind of thing or... True. Yeah. True. And, True. This, and, and the pen that's attached to it. Like, I keep one... Um, right, you said. Yeah, I keep like this. You see? Okay. And you can just jot things down in there. Okay. Um, you know, some people say you could do it digitally, but I don't think that's the best idea. I think I like the idea of pen to papers. When you're flicking through something, yeah, yeah, that eye, the fact that you've written it down, it all helps more. Makes sense. It makes a respect. lot of sense. Mm-hmm. What's been your worst experience in the director business so far? Uh, worst experience. <laughs> yeah, worst experience. I would say, ooh, um, I'm thinking I've had so much experiences, I don't know which one's the worst. Um, cool. Right. Let me see if I've got, if I can. I'll tell you what, it could be an experience like this. Yeah. We say it's the worst, but the worst is usually the best. Yeah. Being that you learn from your mistakes. And I know you learn from your mistakes because you're still in the game. Yeah. If you weren't in the game, then it would have been your worst experience. Um, but it can't have been it if you're still in the game. Do you see what I mean? I see what you mean. Yeah? I see what you mean. It's like a boxer. Tyson's been knocked out before, Yeah. but he's still in the game. Yeah. You know? Mm. In that respect. It makes sense. Um, I'm thinking, fool. I don't know. Um, Artists. Has there been anybody you wouldn't want to work with again? You just think, brother, you're more trouble than you're worth. 100%. I can't state names or anything yeah, I on here. That. But there's a few artists that I wouldn't want to work with just because they just bring. They're just, they're just too much on set and they just. Like, too much hassle when it comes to shooting. Like. Are like, these like divas or like or just men being macho? Yeah, men men being a bit too macho, a bit too loud, a bit too all over the place. Like They're getting all excited. Getting all excited. We're not even shooting yet. We're not even in film. We're not even filming yet, and you're getting too excited in the venue or in the place where we're shooting. Like sometimes you just have to keep composure, because it's not everywhere you can you can bring like your loudness and mm. and certain stuff because you have to represent yourself in a certain way especially as an artist mm. you have to know how to move so people look at you seriously mm-hmm. so you've never mind you it's probably not your job but you never yeah. had to bring a say one moment please and just had a word with someone outside and say listen mate you're good at what you do yeah but you're letting it get all run away with you calm down chill out it's only a commercial yeah let's work this do this together so we can work again together later on there's people here who's watching you yeah and they're making decisions on how whether they're going to approach you future wise yeah of course. you don't want to seem like that guy that yeah the thing you never had to give a speech like that um i've had to obviously put i've had to obviously call Call, call somebody to the side and just say like, like brother, like it's right now, like you're doing a lot right now. You need to bring down the tone and like leave that until when we're shooting. Bring that energy when we're filming because this is something with some artists. It comes to filming and they're not bringing the energy, and these are the whole reason why we have to do so many takes. But when 
they're standing about or it's not we're not shooting or we're having a break having like a little lunch break or something they're they're just they're just all over the place <laughs> Literally. So, so if you, if you, that's what you want to say to the guy or the person. You, you feel say, what I'm saying? Why? One minute you have all this energy. Yeah. Next minute it's camera lights action and you're yeah. a church mouse. What's happened? Yeah, church mouse. We'd rather you for the scene and then you go quiet. Yeah. And listen and learn. You know. In that respect. And stuff. It's true. Mm. It's true. It's true. It's true. Okay. Well, we're coming to the end of this session. So let's. One last question. Go on. What's the impact you want to have on the world? Um, to be honest, I just wanna, I just wanna have like, I wanna have a negative impact on black youth coming up who see. A negative. Or no, positive? I wanna have a positive. Okay. Um, impact on them, like just showing them that you can do anything. You can be anything as long as you put your mind to it and you just focus and grind and grind and go hard. Like it's not all about the road life and all about uh, like like all the road stuff and like, it's not like that isn't life. Like you've actually got to think of like put just put your mind to something. You can do it. Like obviously I'm. I don't have all the GCSEs. I've I've got like one GCSE, two GCSEs, but obviously that that didn't really fault me. It didn't let it didn't push me down. Do you get what I'm saying? That like, you still pushed on. I still pushed on, and I'm here now. I'm at the stage where I am. Like things are good. Um, I've got I, I basically got my own business. I'm self-employed. Like I'm doing better than a lot of people it, who I went to school with who did. The the who did get the A's and the A star stars and so, so you didn't go on to learn to study directorship or anything you just learned from YouTube and your yeah. experience in Ghana. Literally, I just practiced myself. What maybe watch a couple, a few tutorials. Um, my experience in Ghana um, and yeah, obviously I did. I I did go to college to do further. Um, was it? No, yeah, I think it's further education. I'm not too sure, but yeah, I did go college after I finished secondary school. Um, to, I, I done film and TV level two and three, but I'm not gonna lie, that didn't really have that much of a big in- impact. Like majority of the stuff that I was doing there, I already knew because I taught myself. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of ahead of most of the people in my class, anyways. Like not to brag or boast. But yeah. it's just and it truth. is what it is, isn't it? It is what it is. Mm. Literally. Uh, I can't do nothing about it. I'm just... I've, I've got that drive. Mm-hmm. I understand. So, yeah, man. So, if people want to act with you or, yeah. or anything like that, where can they find you? Cool. So, um, yeah, you can you can hit me up on, on Instagram. Um, my, my, my visual name is j.tv, so that's what people know me as. So if you type in jdot underscore tv underscore media, that's my Instagram. Two eyes the same. Um, and yeah, you can get me on any of them socials. Just shoot me a DM or an email. And yeah, you can let, let's let's get to work, man. That's good. So we will, as normal, all that information will be in the bottom of the link. And uh, we thank you for the interview, and we wish you well.
say thank you. We hoped you liked that episode. Keeping in mind, we never know who we're going to interview. We post twice a day, 8am and 5pm GMT. Have you ever considered the future economies to invest in? Why not listen to our sister podcast, Africa Investor Stories? Considering Africa has the fastest growing economies and population on earth and has done for many years, it holds 30% of the world's known natural resources. We publish twice a week, Tuesday with a guest investor and Fridays talking about investment, politics and history, providing a clear understanding for any potential investor.